Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And if you haven't already, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this week's episode. How are you, Yaya? I'm good. I'm good. Getting them orders out? Yeah, just, you know, I just can't believe this is happening. And I'm just, uh, I'm I'm a little stressed. I'm a little stressed. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just a little stressed, but I'll be okay. All right. You know, when this is over, I feel like you're going to be able to get an assistant, a little part-time something. I think so, too. Like, um, I was I was um, talking to my coworker about it. He was like, you might need an assistant. And I'm just like, I, it's not the workload that is just stressing me out. The workload is easy, you know? It's mainly, for me, is the fact that I can't get anything in, in right now. Like, everything is, like, either out of stock. I'm like trying to replenish on like dead sea salt. It took me forever to find dead sea salt. Then they sent me the wrong dead sea salt. Mm. Then I um, then I was looking for like other ingredients to make my products, and I just couldn't find them. It's like it's taking longer to receive them. So now like customers don't really understand, and they're just like, "Where is my order? Where is my order? Where is my order?" And I'm like, "I'm doing the best that I can." Like luckily, I know somebody who knew someone who knew how to make labels because I have labels that's been, been pending for the past two weeks that have not been sh- shipped to me. And they actually have, like, they're, like, a partner with my, um, where I get my labels from. Oh, good. So, yeah, so they, I just ordered a shitload today from two different people. So, I have someone going to pick them up for me now. And, um, and I was like, thank God. I mean, it's not the, it's not the material that I use for my labels. They get, like, a certain look. But they're, it's still, like, waterproof labels that are, like, still shiny and stuff like that. So, it just gets the fucking job done at this Mm -hmm. point. Like, that's all I'm concerned about. That's really, really good. Yeah, I feel like we're going through the same thing in my warehouse because I feel like people right now, how they're shopping on our website is they're like, we are selling out of stuff that we typically wouldn't sell out of. Like, I feel like people are just like, let me just try some new sex shit. Like, let me just try new shit. We in the house, let me try some new shit. And you know, I was looking at certain products because I've been with uh, the company I work for for like seven years. So I know how things sell. I know how dildos sell. I know how butt plugs sell. Like I know how lube sells. I know what the top sellers are. Like I know everything basically. And I've been looking at certain things like, okay, inflatable butt plugs are selling out. Yo. Okay. <laughs> okay, freaky freak. So I was, I was talking to my um, homegirl and I was like, you know, I'm kind of getting excited that people are learning, like, taking this time to experiment sexually. I was like, cool. And it works out for us in the website. Um, But the things we're selling out of, it's like, I'm just sitting at home like, oh, so that's what y'all doing. All right, cool. Cute. It's very interesting. Uh, But I'm the same. Like, I'm emailing people like, where are my butt plugs? Where's my lube? Where are my dildos? Like I'm, I'm all over the place, uh, trying to get things in. And then our warehouse is, uh, our warehouse is packed, so it's definitely stressful. It is because it's like trying to like, 
trying to find other means to replenish and you had to call this person and contact that person. Like, I, like today, well, well, no, tomorrow was supposed to be the day that I released my face mask and my hair and body potion. And I can't even do that because, for one, I don't even have the labels to even send my products out to get photos to do the photo shoot mm-hmm. for, for the e-commerce site. And now I was supposed to send that out two weeks ago. And, um, and I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, yo, this is really, like, delaying me. But I make sure I put on my website, like, hey, please expect delays, you know, but people are just not that understanding. And so... Um, I'm trying like my hardest and it's like, it's really not me. It's everybody else. And, um, some people are pretty much understanding like, okay, yeah, it, it is very true. Like we are in a you know, a global pandemic, but other people are like, I, I ordered two minutes ago. I should have a tracking number by now. <laughs> like, bitch, what? Like, well, no, it doesn't work that way. Like usually if, if, if it wasn't for this pandemic, everything would have been shipped out a long time ago. But what makes it crazier is that it's that. It's more, um, there's more orders that's coming in, but people are waiting for me to restock one product. And I, and I'm, I'm thinking about maybe having to, uh, make everything else on un, like unavailable. So I can just focus on people getting this particular one. That would be smart. Because I'm like, I can't like, it's like, you know, people ordering like five of this one product of the turmeric and lemon skin frost. And then they order like two other things at the same time. And I'm like, I got it. Like, no, we got it. Let me just slow down because it's, it's really hard right now to replenish, so I can't just be... I don't know. I'm going to figure it out before I replenish. I'll, I'll figure it out. Do you have, like, uh, is the option of having, like, a wait list uh, link on your website? No. What I was going to do is start taking... I was going to download the app on Shopify that, takes, that allows me to do pre-orders. Oh, yes. It's just like, but the thing is, it's like these apps that Shopify have, they're so expensive. So it'll be like, okay, $39 a month. Like, no, I'm not paying $30, $39 a month for this one app to help me pre-order or help me, you know, uh, send restock emails out or something like that. There's, it's, it could add up very quickly. Yeah. With the apps. And it's like, you would think that Shopify would have, like, the date like that in there. No, you have to get an app for it. Because that's how they make more money off of you guys. It's, like, crazy because it's like, I don't want to invest in certain things yet if... All right, yes, I had an amazing freaking month, and it's still going up. But tomorrow, it may not be like that. So I have to hold on to my, my coins. Mm-hmm. So it's like I still got to get a feel of how the business is going to continue to grow. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to just sit there. And I'm, and I'm like, plus the amount of money I spent, the money that I made, plus the money for a replenishment, was, uh, it was it's crazy because it's like I spent a lot of money just replenishing. Right. So I'm having an idea, like, okay, how much did this keep aside and how much do I stay to myself or whatever. It's a, it's a lot to learn with the business, though. Mm-hmm. It's coming along. Well, good. I'm happy that it's like, I know it's stressful, but it's it's nice that things are consistent. Right. Yeah. So I have, like, a whole episode planned out today, and I guess we'll get to that towards the end, maybe? Or no, towards, let's, I, let's do it now. You know, people have short attention stands. You want to do this one now? Okay. Yeah, or whatever. Because you know you said you had, you had the whole show planned out, so... I d- well, I had a, a segment for a topic that I came up with that I wanted to talk about. We could do it now, though. Okay. I think it's interesting. So, the other day, I was thinking about the dynamics of 
how we treat our friendships versus how we treat our relationships. And what I was thinking is that most people treat them differently. But I was one but I know for some people it might like the the scale might tip depending on uh where like the standards that they hold their friends versus the person in their relationship with. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Okay. And so my first question is, do you treat your friendships and your relationships differently and why? No. I don't treat, I mean, no, do I treat them differently or do I don't? Uh, do you or do you not? Oh, um, I treat my relationship and my, um, my friendships definitely differently. Um, because I look at things like, usually my friends are my sisters. They're considered my sisters. So it's kind of like a different type of interaction with them and certain things like with my relationships I look to this person as my partner for the rest of my life and I'm starting to hate the word partner a little bit because it sounds very contractual but just for this conversation I'll just continue saying that um but uh if I'm dating somebody I'm looking looking forward to spending the rest of my life with them and I'm not talking about like in the early stages I'm talking about when we're like okay we want to move forward together I hold them I hold both of them at two different standards like for me personally like I know people always say like if your if your man cheats on you with your best friend, why don't the why don't doesn't the woman like forgive the friend and ex like or, or give it to the boyfriend? And I feel like like again like if your friend is your sister, I feel like that's a that's a girl code that you just never cross. I could never trust you around my partner again. But then again, it's like with men, I feel like when they cheat or do when they do something to us, it's just like, all right. I'll give you one more shot because many, many can come and go, but you, it's hard to find good friends. So I, I understand why some people don't hold them. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I understand why people like don't treat them differently, but I just, I just feel like it's two different standards. Okay. So I have a question. So if you are in a situation where your man and your best friend slept together, you wouldn't get rid of them both. Do, would you- oh, I would. Okay. I'm just using that as an example, but I understand what, what I understand why they would why people don't um why people do the op- do the opposite like they give it to the friend and not the boyfriend because like you my sister like how could you do that to me like you're like what I, I, and I kind of like it's crazy because it's kind of expecting that men are gonna cheat even though I, we know they all don't but people just always expect they don't expect your friend to violate you and disrespect you. I think in a situation like that, it's levels, though. And so the reason why I would have to get rid of both of them is because y'all y'all both know me. And y'all both say y'all love me or y'all really care about me. And y'all were doing this behind my back. It's, I feel like it you know, would be different if he cheated with somebody else. But if he cheated with a best friend or a close friend, I, I can't. I can't even see myself being with him because you, you cheated on me with someone so close. Like, right. You can't give a shit. Right. So that is just crazy. I would, and if I had a friend in that situation and she stayed with him, I'd be looking at her crazy. I'd be like, "Sis, like I can see if he went to somebody down the street, but he literally went next door." It it just 
it's weird to me um so i was thinking about it and i think that i hold my friends to a higher standard than i have held my friends to a higher standard than the men that i've dated because right. I, I expect so, like you said, your friends are your sisters, my friends are my sisters. So I expect so much more from them. And I expect a lot from the men I'm with, but it's just like, like you said, like you kind of expect them to do certain things versus when that's your sister, there's like, you're just like, you, you're, you're blindsided. Yeah. Because your friends are kind of like your, your soulmates, essentially. Yes. So it's like, how could my soulmate do, like, tear me apart? Like, how could she do that? Like, I had a friend that slept with the, the guy, this guy I was dating years ago. She ended up getting pregnant by him. And I ended up finding out through the guy, but he let me know, like, she um she got an abortion or whatever. And I stopped talking to that bitch. And I'm like, this, you was with me hanging out with him and all this other shit, and then you're going to go and fuck him? I, I just feel like, I just feel like there's a certain level of, like, there's a loyalty that, like, it's like, um, it's like for us, for how I look at my friendship, is like we're on a, a moat, and there's water surrounding us. The only way people can come in and, and, and maybe attack us if you allow that drawbridge to go down. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, once you breach that, that's totally... No, because now I don't like. Now I gotta look at you sideways. Like you know some of my deep, darkest, deepest secrets. Right. You know what I had, what I've been through. Like you, you know what I've been through with guys. You know how I feel about him. Like you know I wanted to spend my the rest of my life with him. You knew, you know, like and this is why I like I learned like you can't tell your friends what your man does for you or how good the sex is always is or whatever. Like you can't do that. Because you never know, your friend could just be a conniving bitch the whole time, but you don't know it, and she's gonna wanna sleep with your dude. That's oh, she's gonna sick. Some, yeah, and there's some guys out there who's gonna definitely be like, nah, I'm not doing that shit, whatever. But there's some guys who will take the bait. Mm, that's true. I will say that I have had I've had maybe like two heartbreaks in my life, and I've also stopped. I also have had to stop being friends with one of my best friends. And I would say when I think about, like, those heartbreaks versus the breakup with my best friend, that breakup with my best friend fucked me up. Versus, and those other two breakups, like, yeah, they hurt or whatever, they sucked. But that one with that friend, it was just, like, and the things that had happened, um, the things that were the reason as to why we were we stopped being friends it like i really couldn't get over it i remember just talking to my therapist about it like sometimes just sitting there like i'm really fucked up over this mm-hmm. so. nah it, it couldn't really it took me a long time to heal when um the guy I was dating messed with my friend it took me a long time i was i was very resentful and and everything like I couldn't believe he you know he would have done this to me mm-hmm. and with her like when I see her now I just be so fucking disgusted like bitch I can't trust you like you're a dub like she don't speak to me either but but like you're a grimy bitch like you're a grimy because I would never have done that to her or anybody else so if I know I, that you like somebody and we don't even and it's crazy with me I don't care if we're like close friends or not if you somehow confide in me that you are interested in somebody 
to me, they're automatically off limits. Yes, yes. That's just me. They're totally off limits. That's just how I operate. I don't. I can't speak to everybody else. Some people are like, well, that's not my friend, so I don't owe her nothing. Well, yeah, technically, but I. But if somebody felt comfortable enough to confide in you and tell them a part of their personal life, you're just gonna violate. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You know, it's crazy. I had a situation with with this guy I was seeing. Okay. Me and this girl, we wasn't like friends, friends, but we was cool. Like we knew of each other, like we knew each other. And at the time I was working in a boutique. And so, and this story is so old, so I'm probably going to like miss some parts. But at some point I realized that me and her were dating the same guy. And... But I think I was dating him before, not that it matters, but because I had been dating him still while I was living on my college campus. And I think, I don't know if I was still living on campus while I was working in this boutique. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways, but I'm not going to hold you. The way I went about it was so messy, Yaya. Really? It was like, because I just didn't. I had this guy and 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 then I started catching on to things and this is when like Twitter was popping. And so I would catch on to little things and like the way their tweets would be or maybe they'd be in the same place at the same time. And and then I I remember asking him about it and then him denying it and him like telling me the story about how like they were never truly dating but it was one of them, like, you know how you like someone, but you never really go, like, y'all never kiss or anything like that, but y'all know there's something between you guys. Right. And then he had, but again, you know, you never really believe anything men say. Nope. And, because he wasn't really claiming me either to the world. And so, and he was also, he was also, like, talking to other women, too. And so, I always regret, and it, and then so I begin to get, I begin to harbor feeling towards her instead of just having, because I knew her. And instead of just me having a conversation with her and being like, like, instead of me just like going and just asking her, like, what's the deal between them? I begin to get a little messy. And so I would like send sub tweets and say little things and just, you know, just being young and dumb. And I and I remember when like she had finally caught on to it. Finally, someone had called us to do a sit down, and we were talking about it. And I just remember just feeling so stupid. Like I just remember saying like I fucked up what it could potentially have been like a cool friendship with someone because I just couldn't ask the person like what it was between them and what they really truly were like once everyone explained everything is like they just had a really dope bond like they were really i think they kind of liked each other but they never took it there and just realized like we could just be friends and so i was over here being insecure and messy for no reason i'm talking about no reason at all and i just remember feeling so stupid yeah i can understand that and just and i always say like I don't 
don't, you know, I never really do any wrong to anyone, so I don't understand how anyone could ever not like me. But I'm always like, I know one person in this world that can't like me, I can't even argue with her. <laughs> because what I did was so dumb. So, that was like one of my dumb moments in my early 20s. It was just so dumb. Like, and he was dating other people too. I was like, I'm fighting for you. You're not even claiming me. And you dating everybody else. Like, if I fight her, I gotta fight everybody else. It just, it really, I was just looking so dumb. It didn't even make any sense. Yeah, no, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is, are you the type that mixes your lovers and your friends in a sense of like do you get them together are you the type that wants to go on double dates or do you let your friends get close to the people you date how do you usually handle those situations um well i did that one time i did hook hook up one friend to another friend and i'll never do that again it was just a terrible experience. Um, but after I, after the situation where I told you where my homeboy slept with my friend, I really don't have my friends around too much, my man. It's not that I don't trust them. It's just I just 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 don't. And he's not one of those people either that like to be around too many people. He's one of those people like, mm, i just rather just be me and you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't usually do double dates, maybe, like maybe once or twice. But I pretty much like was scorned. And right. traumatized from that last experience. Okay. Um, so, I think for me, I had to learn that the hard way. I was in a situation where my ex and my best friend... Well, okay. So, it was me. It was Dawn. It was me, Dawn, and my ex. And then my my ex and Dawn was close. And so I just didn't... And then Dawn's a hairdresser, right? Dawn's not in a position... Dawn's not in a um, career where, like, you know, she doesn't come across a whole bunch of different people. Oh, no, she is in a career where she comes across a whole bunch of different women all the time. And so Mm -hmm. she would be in situations where people who he was like dealing with or may have dealt with in the past or maybe while me and him were dealing with each other he was also dealing with other people um some of them would be her clients and it made me feel so uncomfortable it made me feel yeah it made me feel very like uh uh-uh i don't like this i don't like it at all i'm not feeling it or sometimes like if they was hanging out and ain't nobody calling me. I'll be like, uh, nobody wants to, to call me? Y'all don't think I want to have dinner? Y'all think I want to have a drink? Mm-hmm. So now I think I'm very, now I'm in a space where I'm just like, first of all, I don't like dating no men who, uh, I don't want to date men who anyone knows. Like, I really be trying to find men in the middle of, like, nowhere. I don't want you to know anybody that I know. Like, bring me to a whole new world. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to have any connections with anyone that I've dated in the past. I don't want you to know of anyone that I've dated. Like, I really want, I really have been trying my hardest to meet people who don't know anyone that I know. 
Right. Because I feel like it saved you from a lot of... Well, there have been a lot of times that, like... Have you ever dated a guy and then you somehow found out that, like, he was kind of... Like, not best friends or close friends, but kind of cool with one of your exes? And you're just like, oh, my God. Now these niggas know each other. Now everybody friends. And I be looking like, come on. Like, you corny for that. Yo, be in the party in the corner just looking like, you dead ass? It's like, uh... At at a birthday party one time, I saw two of my exes dapping each other up. And I was like, the whole time I was dealing with either of you guys, you guys never, I never heard you say you knew this person. Like, it was not, like, what happened? Because I've been around both of all of y'all friends. When did y'all decide that this was a thing? <laughs> when did y'all decide that? <laughs> yeah. It's like... So, so now I'm like the smartest thing for me is to just and I think that's why I kind of like apps like Hinge and all the other ones because I feel like I'm I've been coming across people that well I will hope that it's like alright you don't know anybody versus like the same niggas that be in your DMs that follow all the same niggas that you know and it's just like no so I make it a thing to Make sure that I'm not dating people who know people that I know. Um, yeah. I agree with you. What did you say? I said I agree with you. Have you ever dated a friend? How did it go? Like you guys were friends before, and then you decided to take it a step further. Yeah, in middle school. Hell no. That's the only time. Yeah. I don't want to be in nobody's group chat about shit. So, you don't have a male friend that you've ever, like, had a... I thought you meant... No, I I interpreted it wrong. I thought you meant, like, um... Have you ever messed with your ex's friend? Like, Oh, no! No, 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 no! Oh. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying, have you ever had a male friend that after a while you guys were like hmm maybe we should try this out like there's some attraction here well no i mean i mean yes yeah it just it went from one extreme to the other so what happened was i don't know somehow i knew he liked me you know he professed his love for me and said like you know he's like you're the woman i want to be with you know i got to know you and you got drive ambition and all this other stuff and um this was yeah yeah that's what he said this is like a few years ago and um one thing let's i don't know what happened i was with him one day i took a shower um I, next you know i dropped my robe on the floor in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he, next you know we were slam dancing but i literally stopped it because i'm like you we were supposed to be friends and the whole time, I butt-dialed this dude I was talking to. And he heard the whole conversation. Wh- while y'all were having sex? No, when I stopped him and said stop. Oh, and oh my God. Him, and I'm arguing with him. Like, he's like, I said, I can't do this with you. Like, we're friends. Like, we cannot have sex. Friends don't have sex with each other. The dude heard it. 
Oh my god. What did he say? <laughs> well, let's just say he's engaged with the baby right now. Okay. <laughs> on the way. <laughs> on the way. And, yeah. and you're not pregnant, so. <laughs> exactly. Mm. So. Yeah. Um. So, there was this one time that I had sex with one of my homeboys and I remember the whole time that I was laying there in my mind I was like this is so wrong uh-huh. this is no like the whole time I was literally just regretting it and I remember after he wanted to cuddle and I just I was like I, I couldn't find the words to tell him that what I think that we did was, like, wrong. We should have never done it. Mm-hmm. But I remember he wanted to cuddle, and I was like, I can't. And he got mad at me. What? But I just couldn't. I just, I was just like, yo, he's going to... Like, tomorrow, he's going to think that this is something, and it's not. And I remember just feeling so fucked up, and we didn't speak for, like, I want to say maybe, like, six months. Because he was so upset by how I treated him. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad, but I was just, like, and I couldn't even get into, like, I couldn't even get into the sex, because the whole time, I was like, you ever been having sex, and then something, like, just maybe just crosses your mind, like some serious light shit just hits you and you just and you kind of clock out for a minute mm-hmm. i cl- i was clocked out that whole time i was just like this no why am i doing this like i was just like oh my god but man i, I felt so bad like i i felt horrible uh, and i'm the one who who like and like you're the one that probably i set it up yeah. Because he would talk so much shit, and I was like, oh, well, if that's what it is, then let's go. And then when it was finally time to go, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is like... And I would, like, try to get into it, but I just couldn't. I was just like, oh, this is going to be a shit show. Like, so, yeah, so we didn't talk for six months, and we finally talked, and he expressed to me. He was just like, you didn't even, like... You didn't give me anything. Like, you were just... It was like you didn't even want to... He was just like, it was It was fucked up. And I was like, mm-hmm. it, it was. It was really, really fucked up. And I, like, mentally checked out of it because I would... It was bad. So I would never do anything like that again. Um. Okay, so have you ever friend-zoned someone then seeing how they treated their next situations... And kind of been like, damn, I I missed out. Like, I missed out on that person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Years ago. I, um, I was talking to this white dude. It's crazy, I was on his page yesterday. I was talking to this white dude in my early 20s. Like, when I was, like, 21 or some shit like that. And he... He was so swaggy. He was fly. He was so fine. He still is fine. And he wanted a relationship so bad. But my dumbass was chasing the motherfucker who fucked my friend. Ooh. Man, Before this man, or after? 
after. This is after or before. I forgot before. I think yeah, I was like twenty twenty one. But I don't remember. It was the one that was signed. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but even still, if it even if it wasn't her, he was still acting like a fucking clown in the streets. So I was still playing Boo Boo the Fool regardless. But yeah, so he was like everything. He's such a gentleman or whatever. But he was like, unfortunately, like he was like. He was dealing with a lot of daddy issues. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he was pushing for the commitment, but he always kept in contact with me, like, I want to be with you, whatever. Um, and I'm just like, no. And then he was, like, a little ne- negative about something. Something Like, I always told him, like, I wanted to start a, I want to open up a, a online, or no, I said, I want to open up a beauty supply store. And, like, but I want, like, have professionals working in it to, to, um, you know, give people hair consultation, see what products works best for them. Mm-hmm. He told me it was a stupid idea. What? Yeah, he told me it was a terrible idea. Like, why would you want to invest in something like that? But I, I had to remember, like, you're a white man who don't know anything about black women out here. So now as an adult, I understood why he said that. Um, but I would probably check him at that time. Because I think I was, I think I told him, I'm like, what are you talking about or whatever? And so, but now, moving forward, like, he, he apologized for that. And he, you know, tell me how wonderful I am. But he was always pretty much supportive in anything that I did. And then I just, I just had to cut him off because I didn't want to lead him into the wrong direction. And he would always come pick me up, always bring me food. And then it's crazy because at my job, his baby mother worked there. So she would have bring the son to work sometime. But now he's in, now he's in a relationship with some hippie chick and stuff. But he was, like, really amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture of him one day. All right. I'm not like I can do this to you while you're speaking. Okay. To see it. Um. So I have this homeboy that I met years ago, and when I met him, I could never appreciate him because, like you too, I was playing Boo Boo the Fool, and I was chasing somebody else around. But he used to always take me on the nicest dates. Right. And but I was just still chasing this other guy. And so, I guess once he felt, like, once he got to the point where he was like, all right, she's not feeling me like that, he kind of, and he never, like, pressured me or anything, like, we just kind of stopped going on dates, stopped um, talking to each other, and then years later, we got back into contact because I needed, I needed help with something, and I knew he would be the go-to person for it, and I reached out to him, and then we started getting back cool. And I would just see how he would treat his relationships and how he would treat his woman. And then when we get together, like, the way he would speak about them. And mm-hmm. and even just the way he, even though I was his friend, even just the way he treated me. It was, like, so much respect and such a gentleman and such just, just different. You know what I mean? Like, you ever been around a guy and you're just like, wow, like, you just know they were raised right? Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, I really fucked up. Like, this was, this guy's, like, amazing. And I could not, I couldn't appreciate him as I was younger. Yeah, that's how I felt about the, about the white guy. Like, I, the way he would, like, treat the girlfriend or the baby mother at the time. It was like, yo, why wasn't I, why was I chasing this fucking idiot? Like, I looked at that kid, I was like, that could have been my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if I decided to let him hit. But I was just like, 
yo, like he was so um, so romantic, so thoughtful, but he was always like that. And I'm almost like, damn, like, now that I'm over this guy, I can't even like he won't even he wouldn't even answer my DMs, like mm-hmm. he won't even I'm like that. I'm so upset about that. Okay. Have you ever found your lovers or your friends to have very strong opinions about one another? Uh, yeah. And has it ever been, like, your friends not wanting you to go further in a relationship? And maybe your man kind of warning you about certain people in your lives? Mm. So, my, uh, I have a friend now who can't stand my boyfriend. Can't stand him. And I just feel like, you know, and this is why I'm like, I just learned to, to, to not always tell the, that don't tell the negative because the negative always outweighs the good, even though the good always is, is really outweigh, outweighing the bad. For sure. She won't, like, she won't let certain shit go. I'm like, I moved on, like, whatever, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now my now my boyfriend can't stand one of my homegirls. He's like, she don't know how to mind her fucking business. Is this the same girl? Me. No, it's actually a different person. Okay, okay, okay. And um, he pretty much like my friends except for one. But I feel like all the guys I dated hated that one friend. Yeah, yeah, I've had the same issue. They don't. Oh, and then he told me another one that he didn't like. But we're no, me and the girl is no longer friends anymore. And he told me he's like, good. I told you to stay away from that bitch. Well, he didn't say bitch. He doesn't say that, but I'm just saying that. Uh-huh. Tell you to stay away from that queen, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, he won't, he, he won't, he won't even say the word, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, there was one girl, he said things that I should not have been speaking to, we should not have been on the phone or whatever, and not to trust her, and he was right, like, that friendship would end it last year, I couldn't, like, I couldn't take it, too much drama for me, mm-hmm. it was weighing my spirit down and stuff, so... So, yeah. I had... Okay, so I was friends with someone, and in the midst of our friendship, or maybe I'll say I dated, let me say, like, three or four guys. And none of these guys liked this one friend. Everybody else was cool, but this one friend, they hated. And I remember I used to always get into arguments with them because I'm like, this is my best friend. This is my soulmate. Like, no, you... I don't care how you feel about this person. Like, you know how many men have come and gone, but like this person has, is like my best friend and we're no longer friends. Um, but I remember getting into arguments with men. Like, don't talk about my friend like that. I don't care what you think. And they were just like, well, I just want to let you know. And I just want you to look out. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Cause you're going to do some fuck shit probably. I like, if I got to look out for her, I definitely got to look out for you. So... And now I'm, I'm and now that I think back about those situations, I'm just like I wonder like what they, because I never opened up, I never gave them any room to tell me what their issue was. I was just always like I've known her for X amount of years. I've known you for six months. Uh-huh. Why are we even talking about this? And so now I wonder since we are no longer friends, like what was it? 
Right. Because I was always like, you're just jealous because we always spend time together and we be having a good time and you mad about it because you want to spend more time with me. But no, because I'm with my best friend. And they said, like, I'm telling you, I don't like her. I'm just letting you know, but do what you want to do. And I feel like on the other hand, I'm that per. Mm, have I met? Mm, I'm trying to think. I haven't gotten too... I haven't gotten too close to the guys who's who I've dated friends because I, I'm very big on like I think people people who do get close to their lovers friends when shit hits the fan and especially if it's something like cheating or you know something crazy I think the person always feels like wow and you wasn't gonna say anything and so I which to me is just like but why would they why would they say anything like this is their friends not your friends but because you guys are so close and you spend so much time together uh i think people tend to think that there may be a little because they have a little bond that why you couldn't let me know sometimes Mm -hmm. and so i've always been big on like we could be cool but not too close Right. If you're doing some fuck shit, like, I don't want to hate you. It is what it is. And I've also, you know how many situations I've been in where I'll be around uh, a a male friend and he he has someone that's not his girlfriend around and I'm just confused? I'm like, huh, what? Okay, mind my business. That's fine. But... I feel like sometimes those borders get a little shaky and people could get weird. So I try not to get too close, but still try to be cool enough so they'll like like me in a sense. So they'll be like, "Oh, she cool. Like, yeah, she's chill." <laughs> um. And then my last question is: Do you ever find yourself telling your lovers or your friends like, "I'm not gonna, like a business, like each other's business in a sense," or like not meaning to? But, kind of, in a sense. Um, I feel like I did, I just don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I did, I don't, what? Yeah, I did. I've been there too. But yeah, I, 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 I never tell that. enough to like, if it's, I think it depends on what it is. Like, certain things I'm like, this is a secret. I have to lock it in the box and I can never repeat it. Like, right. I, um, and then there are certain, certain things where I'm like, now nah, I gotta tell somebody this shit. And it's not even, sometimes it's not even like, it's nothing that, I never tell each other things that you maybe you might possibly, I never tell people things that might, possibly make them look at the other person differently like there are certain things i'm just like no i I can't repeat that but i feel like that about most people's businesses like sometimes i'll be knowing some shit i'm like oh i can't repeat that that's bad yeah no i think sometimes it's just sometimes in conversation Mm -hmm. it's like it comes up you know but like something's come up yeah where you like we might have to be using somebody as an example or something like that like oh shit i wasn't supposed to say that so, but yeah. Okay. 
Well, that's it. That's my little segment that I came up with. That was cute. Um, so the next topic is about this Chris Styles guy. And if so, if any of you listeners, if you don't know what happened yesterday, Twitter blew up and someone I don't I don't know exactly where it started, but I was sent a tweet by someone calling Chris Styles out uh, because of a situation that they had heard that they're someone that they had someone that they knew had went through with him. Uh, but I guess him there were a bunch of situations but basically he was coercing and sexually assaulting women and there were a bunch of women were saying like he would pull his dick out at parties he's the host of Duce Palooza which is a very popular uh party that goes on tour throughout the year and I know I I don't know him personally um, and I don't know, like, I don't know anyone who hangs out with him. Well, I think I do, probably. But yeah, I don't we know do. personally. Um, but it was very, and then I was reading, women were posting, a lot of women started coming out. Some women were posting text messages that they had had with him. And it was, like, everything was very sex, 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 sex. And he was definitely coming off very, very creepy. And so, like, what do you, what did you hear about it? Do you? Um, I seen screenshots on Twitter and stuff like that, and I was just kind of like, I was like, wow, you know. And I, I it's just, it's just like unfortunate. It's like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to hear anything negative to somebody that you might, you know, say hi to or whatever. Um, but I was, like, very shocked. Like, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but, you know, I'll just, I, you know, I've noticed that sometimes we could be, uh, sometimes as followers as Insta- on Instagram or Twitter, we can be, uh, or try to be a part of the, what you call it? What's it called? The, uh, like, we already like to make people guilty before. Mm-hmm. A full investigation was put on, I agree. and we like to be a part of the public jury, yeah. and we can't do that. Yes. So, so no. Yeah, because I saw people. So I was reading a bunch of women's experiences with this man, and they were very uncomfortable. But people were calling him rapist, a rapist. Yeah. And none of these women reported that they had gotten raped. And someone had posted, someone was like, all right, was he sexually assaulting people or raping people? Because, like, let's not attach a name to somebody, and that's not what they are. Right. Or, or what they've done to someone. Like, let's, let's not, and, I, and there were some people like, well, you know, sexual, sexual assault is just enough. Yeah, you're a rapist. And I'm just like, we can't be calling people things that, mm-hmm. like, that they, like, we can't. I just feel like words like that is like call him a predator call him like let's let's go along those words but I I think when you like a rapist a murderer like those are those are big things and I feel like people need to like before we start calling people things they need to know all of the facts and so it was like it was crazy and then um some people were coming out from 
that they said that they went to college with him and they went through the same situation and it was just like it was really kind of disheartening because I feel like I always root for people and again like I you know like you said allegedly yeah. But it was just very disheartening because I'm always rooting for people, especially if you black. Like, if you black and you out here getting money, I'm like, go you. you right. Please. Right. Like, someone has to, someone got to do it. So, if it's you, good. Amazing. And so, just reading that, just being like, damn. Damn. Like, it's, it's, it's really, really fucked up. And I, I do feel bad for all of those women who found themselves in very uncomfortable situations. Right. And another thing... So when I was reading... So I want to have a conversation about... Uncomfortable... How can I work this? Okay. When I was reading the conversations between him and women, I feel like, or when I would read like the stories that women wrote about him, I, I saw this trend. And the trend that I saw was a lot of these women was like, the first thing that he would say to me had something to do with sex. And so I, in my mind, the way I was looking at it, and again, this is like 31-year-old Lauren. I don't know how old these girls are. And also, um, I don't wanna I don't wanna say anything wrong because people are just so quick to jump on people. But what I I was reading them and I was seeing so many red flags in the beginning. And I know sometimes when you're in a situation, the red flags don't hit you until like everything, until after everything is over and then you start thinking about everything. You're like, yo, shit, I should have been out of here 30 minutes ago. Why was I still sitting in that room? But women, and I'm not telling women what to do. Like, this is not me saying this. I'm not telling you what to do. This is just a little bit of my advice, I guess, because I've learned how to maneuver out of situations with creepy ass niggas. When men, when you give your number to a man and the first thing he says to you is something sexual, and if that's not the type of time you're on, do not further the conversation. Yeah. There's no need to. If you meet a man and the first thing he asks you to do is come to his house, and again, that's not the type of time you're on. 86. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes it's just like, oh, you never know. And, um, you know, maybe like, I feel like sometimes we, we, we make up excuses for men. Like, oh, he's so busy and he's tired and he wants me to come over even though he's never taking me on a date. Like, let me just go over there and chill. Or I'm not doing anything tonight. So, you know what, let me just go over there and see what it's about. No. We have to protect ourselves at all times and we have to move smartly. Do not give anyone the benefit of the doubt that you don't know. If yeah. the first thing a man is throwing at you is sex, he don't give a shit about what you perceive him to be. That nigga is trying to fuck. That's it. Point blank period. 
There's no, there's no, to me personally, there's no in between on that one. Because does every man want to have sex with you that likes you? Of course. But they need to wait. They need to court you. They need to take you out. They need to make you feel comfortable so they can, uh, so that you can, you know, warm up to them and you can like them. Like, there, it's, I just want us to, I just want us to, um, just not, not give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. And to move with your gut. If your gut tells you something ain't right, something weird about this nigga. 80 fucking 6. I don't care if he lit. I don't care if he can get you into a party. I don't care about none of that shit. Like, there's there's always been a reason. Okay. For instance, I don't like hanging out with rappers in their crew. I have been in situations where... Or there have been times where I could have hung out with rappers in their crew but i always choose not to you want to know why i don't like being around men that feel like they are entitled to my vagina and i find that sometimes that's how those situations are and i don't want to be put in a situation where i have to tell you fuck out of here because it usually ends in like disrespect and girls like basically a woman getting disrespected disrespected because she don't want to fuck somebody so i don't even put myself in those situations because i don't even want to have to explain myself why do i owe you my vagina because i had some of your alcohol and i'm you know and i've I've been hanging around you all night now i gotta fuck you no i have to do you know you can mad about that too and then sometimes you be with people like say you out with people who may have some type of status or whatever and you express that you are offended by it, and then the people that you with are looking at you crazy, like you're gonna ruin the fun for us. Like, no, there's something I don't like. I don't like it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna lose my dignity to just say I hung out with somebody. Yes. Or that you know that 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 I've been to that person's house or whatever. Like, no, like if I feel offended, if I feel disrespected, I will speak on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been in that situation too. Just like you're gonna ruin the fun. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not no goopy ass bitch. Like, fuck out of here. Facts. And yeah, you know, I would rather not. Movie. Yeah. It could even not happen, but I just rather not put myself in that situation because I've what about seen. A drink? I've. What did you say? What about? Huh? What if it was Drake? What if it was Drake? Yeah. I've hung around Drake and his crew before. They're very nice. Like this was this was before I told myself, all right, I'm. I, it's a double and shit like that. But I've definitely hung. I've been around Drake and his crew, and they're very nice. There's no pressure and no niggas all up on you. None of that. Very like gentlemen. Like walk in the room and everyone announces who they are. Type shit. Mm. So, haven't had that issue. But, um, with I didn't have that issue that time. But I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And there's been another time that I hung around a rapper in his corner and the nigga was all over me. Like, ugh. I remember when it was over and they were getting into their van. I was like on the corner calling the cab. Like, I gotta go. Like, please, no. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. I'm not going back to the hotel with you. I'm, I'm not DTF. And because what? I'm not DTF, I'm not going back to the hotel room with you. Mm-hmm. And so... I just feel like as I was reading those conversations, I'm not saying this makes it their fault or anything like that, ladies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying protect yourself at all times. Be on alert. Don't trust nobody. I was texting some nigga on Hinge, 
and he mentioned me in a me in a g-string i just stopped the conversation you don't even know me like what in a g-string who no i'm good imagine if i gave him the benefit of the doubt then when it's finally time for us to meet up and you know we hang out the nigga's tongue is down my fucking throat and his hands is up my skirt or something and he trying me because i i still let that type of energy uh like i still entertain him i don't do it like i feel like if that's not the type of time you're on stop entertaining it you don't even gotta explain to him don't try to have a conversation don't be like is that all you want listen let me tell you something me i block i'm good i don't even respond no more right i just don't and i want i want more i want like like i said women we really have to protect ourselves and we have to look after ourselves and what i hate is that the women who were not anonymous and the women who were like posting it on their page their experiences i really hate all the backlash that they got and the people being like you're a liar, you're this, you're that. Look at how the situation went down. Why you ain't had no cab money? Why you ain't had this? Why you ain't had that? And it's just like, yo, this person just went through some, like, to them, that was very traumatic for them. And they're, they are putting their, themselves on the line and, and sharing their honesty with you and y'all don't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. You telling you telling her what she should have done in the situation and the reason why it happened. And it's just like, yo, you think people want to come out and tell what you think women want to come out and tell uh tell you that they've been raped and sexually assaulted and all like nobody wants to be the face of that. Nobody. 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 So That's I was embarrassing to, to have like to know that somebody violated you and 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 it made you feel weak yes and then you start blaming like, yourself yeah i mean i shouldn't have gone there or i should have just seen the signs maybe that he wasn't showing no signs or whatever like mm-hmm. i should I mean, have drunk that much because i mean you could also be with a guy who comes off cool and doesn't you know hit you with all of this sex stuff and then when you're finally alone with him and it's not you're not ready but he's pushing yeah. that on you like that. It can also catch you off guard. So I under I like I understand that there's there are total gray areas in this situation. Um, right. But ladies, like we gotta look out. Fuck these niggas. Fuck the, like I know sometimes like he might not like me. No, I don't give a shit. If he coming at you on some creepy shit, eighty six. Don't leave yeah. no room for no more conversation. It, yeah. it's, it's like. Save yourself the trauma because no one does like you don't deserve a dick in your face for no reason that you ain't asked for. Word. That's a fact. So I think the stories were very I was just like, damn. Yeah, I just hope that they're not true, man. Cause it was it's just like it just you know, because sometimes there's some people out there who will just be lying or whatever, but I just feel like I'm not gonna I don't know. I just just crazy for a positive outcome for both parties involved. Well, okay, so someone had posted a conversation from May. No, May, sorry. Someone posted a conversation from March where they had reached out to one of the people who are also um, a part of Duce Palooza and they told him about... Oh, 
Yes, 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 Rory. And they told him about Chris Styles and about, they were like, yo, I'm like, people are telling, women are telling me about these very crazy interactions that they've had with him. And I guess he ended up like sending him a voice note of one of the girls talking about her situation. And I think people are like, so you knew, but you didn't say anything. And so I wonder, was it a situation where like, did he not say anything? Or was it one of those things where they were taking care of it behind the scenes? Like, what was it? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and you know what now it's time people just want you to get the like people just get people to fuck out of here like yeah yeah <laughs> for real straight annihilation like um but I do hope that like if if all of that stuff pans out to be true I, I truly hope that he gets help because that's some sick shit and yeah. um you know I was telling I was talking to my friend I was like he's I was like, you know how many men do shit like that? You know how many men, especially that work in the entertainment industry, that stay. Yeah. I was like, he's he's the easier, he's one of the easier ones that you could easily get out. I was like, there are so many fucking creeps that do so much creepy ass shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like they, do, but they have their hands in so many people's careers, and you know nobody wants to say anything or. Like, like the Harvey Weinstein situation, you know? You know how long it took to take him down? I was like, exactly. I to my friend, I was like, girl, there's so many fucking creeps. Like, it's so many people who abuse their power daily. Mm-hmm. Daily. So, that situation was, like, really, really fucked up. And... <sighs> yeah, it is. I just hope for the better for both of them. Like, oh, oh, oh. well, all parties involved that there are multiple people. You know, it's just, like I said, it's just unfortunate. Like, you know, you know somebody and it's just like, just hope that, you know, I really hope he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah. that's what I have for this week. All right. So I feel like we ended on such a low note. Let's, let's end with something positive. Um, I'm praying. Oh, for... I got my um oh, what you got? the SBA loan. Okay. Oh no, but I get the full ten thousand dollars. I only got they only get me a thousand because of because I'm a one person business. I'm a sole proprietor. Even on my LLC, I filed as a sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. And they only giving out the ten thousand dollars to people right now with employees. Mm. Okay. So something, a something, a little something, a sprinkle, a sprinkle. Definitely, listen. It helped me pay for my trademark in today. So good. You know, yeah. So this is a trademark. That shit is expensive. Yeah. So I definitely for that. That shit was. I used legal zoom and that shit was like six hundred twenty something dollars. Oh my god! But, that's but it's my intellectual property. So that's exciting. Yep, I'm gonna be handing out summons and complaints to everybody. I'm suing everybody. I can't wait to hear their stories. <laughs> you, child, you know I'm gonna have to team. <laughs> okay, so that's the po- that's a great positive note. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.